What is up, champions? It is episode 98 of the Chumps and Champs Fantasy Football Podcast. I am Danny, here as always with Matt Frederick. Matt, what is up, dude? Not much. Are you getting a, a little worried that you're going to have this baby on the night of our 100th episode? Oh, very nervous. So... <laughs> Just so everyone's clear, I'm and the induction date is scheduled for the night of our 100th episode, so we might be recording early so we can uh, have a real celebration. But I broke it to I broke it to Mandy the other the other day, and she seemed uninterested, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't concerned about missing that milestone. I, she was more like, I can't tell if he's really concerned about this or not. If he's comparing the birth of our child to his under that hundredth episode of his fantasy football podcast that he does in the basement, but yeah, well, I mean, one only comes around once in a lifetime. You can have as many kids as you'd like. We're never going to have a one hundredth episode uh, recording no. again, but. I've already had a kid, so <laughs> I already know how that goes. We're having the baby at the same hospital I work, so I see that place every day. I mean, that's not exciting. So, Matt, are you watching this Thursday night football game? Uh, are you tilting with the Christian McCaffrey news? Not loving it. My hope right now, because it didn't, it didn't look terrible to me. I saw it in replay, more or less, but. Uh, I'm hoping they just assume that they're going to be able to pull out a win against Houston. And that's why they're keeping them out for the rest of the game and being very, very cautious. Um, that's, I think, any Christian McCaffrey owners hope right now. I mean, they didn't cart him off the field or anything like that. He just he limped over to the, the blue tent and then they ruled him out. I can't. I mean, you know what I mean? I feel like the cart coming on the field is a big indicator of severity yeah. in my life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, nobody likes hamstring issues with their, especially running backs. Yeah. They can linger. They can be a pain in the ass. Um, but let's just hope it's not too severe and everybody can persevere. One thing that was pretty funny with the, the tent, the, the HIPAA tent, as I like to, as I assume <laughs> it is, but there's like six inches at the top that's mesh. So obviously he can escape. And the cameras at the game were just like zooming in through the mesh to see Christian McCaffrey in the tent. It's like, <laughs> this defeats the whole purpose. Guys. Yeah. Come on, people. <laughs> like, geez, <laughs> you'll get the information. You know, he's injured. Um, how much are you interested in? Let's say it's going to be a multi-week injury. I mean, right out of the game. I haven't, we haven't really had time to think about this process. This, I mean, they're coming back from halftime. So this just happened. Like how much fab are you thinking for Hubbard? Um, um, lots. <laughs> I'd have to know the the whole uh, spiel on it. I have depth enough to where I can I can last a few weeks without him. I'm not worried. It's going to involve Mike Davis maybe getting some playing time, which mm-hmm. I guess I'll take those eight points and just suck it up. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to blow my fab on a, a few week fill in. That's kind of how I roll. Now, champions, I'll tell you, I. uh I happened to put Hubbard on my bench in the one league that I have Christian McCaffrey last week. So I am breathing easy, but if I did not, I would be spending 40%, maybe 50% of my fab on uh, Hubbard, partly because uh-huh. he's of his, of how much he's going to get used. But Matt, you touched on it. Hamstring injury, man. That is my least favorite, like soft tissue lingering thing to hear. Well, hamstring. Yeah. They also already this game have had uh, Royce Freeman involved in the passing game a bit too. So I don't know if it's going to be full Hubbard. Right. Um, 
I mean, Hubba Bubba has the nickname that you got to love. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but I yeah. was already like uh, trying to commiserate with another CMC owner I know. And he was like, oh, well, I have CMC's backup, so I don't really care that much. I'm like, Am I the only one who doesn't handcuff CMC around me? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, let's get into some more injury news, Matt, before the weekend, before week three. Um, Lamar Jackson, I'll have a questionable tag next to his name. Don't panic. He had a stomach bug. It's not COVID or anything like that. He's going to be completely fine. So just ignore that little cue. Some guys that are out, uh, Jamichael Hasty, he's going to be out high ankle sprain, and we'll get into the 49ers running back room. Tua is going to be out with confirmed broken ribs. Ooh, that's gonna hurt. Oh no. A lot of implications with that though, with the Miami dolphins. Uh, we're going to get into all the ripple effect that Tua not being there causes because we're going to actually do a full game slate breakdown so we can cover our confidence picks, our, our uh, baby Bubba's, the whole whole spiel. Maybe some DFS uh, picks sprinkled in there. Little DFS picks. But uh, questionable tags as of right now. Dalvin Cook did not practice on Thursday with an ankle problem. They don't seem to be worried. But uh, did not practice on Thursday is worrisome. Right. All of a sudden saw every one of my leagues. Uh, Alexander Madison got picked up by this team. Alexander Madison got picked <laughs> up by this team. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I knew yeah. there was some news out there. But uh, late, I guess if it's anything after a Wednesday injury designation, you don't like it. But Thursday can still be a rest day. They got to throw something on that injury report. So I'm not too worried yet. Yeah, coaches really don't seem concerned about this. So Friday, if he's a do not practice on Friday, that's when the alarms will sound for me. Um, Saquon Barkley was limited. Get ready for that. Okay, the rest of the year. (laughs) Saquon Barkley being limited in practice or did not practice on Wednesday or Thursday or some shit like that. I actually think this is going to be Saquon's week. Ooh. I, uh, I, I... so long rest between he got a lot of uh, usage, just snap percentage in the Thursday night game this past week. Kind of looked like crap, but long rest. They're building him up and he's going to uh, he's going to explode against. Uh, they're playing hot land, right? That's what I think. Uh, speaking of the Giants, though, Kenny Galladay is limited. He has a lingering hip problem. Matt, that is the last thing I want to hear with Kenny Galladay. Absolute last thing. Because do you remember last year how much his hip threw off his entire season? It ruined everything for the Lions. It ruined everything for us because we were big Lions uh, truthers. So Mm -hmm. I don't like seeing this. A hip lingering problem. Galladay is going to be okay. You think think he's going to play this week, though? I'm just going to say it every day. I need him to play this week. So I wanted to, I wanted to start him. I wanted to give him, this is going to be your week. Get him on in there. Atlanta, but uh, yeah, on, man, come on, man. Have a, have a good hip for me. Ha- have a good hip. T Higgins on pace to be out <laughs> with a, a shoulder injury. How, first of all, weirdest way possible for the coaches to describe T. Higgins' progress. On pace, he is on pace to be not playing. Why even say that? Just say he's questionable. And, you know, on, if you say he's going to be on pace, you think it's going to be positive ending to that sentence, and it was not. So that's annoying <laughs> to me. Oh, yeah. I don't know how to get on Danny's nerves on the yeah. player up there. Oh, so things like that will just do it. But 
Elijah Mitchell did not practice on Thursday with a shoulder problem. Trey Sermon's in the concussion protocol in the 49ers backfield, but he is, quote, progressing well. So this is how I think I'm going to attack the 49ers backfield is if Elijah Mitchell play is active, I'll play him. And then I won't play Trey Sermon. And if Elijah Mitchell's not active, I don't know if I'm playing anybody <laughs> in the 49ers backfield. What about you? Yeah, I think if Elijah Mitchell is a good to go, then I'll I'll consider playing him. Yeah, but no other way. I actually I have him in a league, and even if he is active, I don't think I'm going to be starting him. Yeah. Would you start him over? I have I'm too stacked in this. Like I have Nick <laughs> Chubb, Antonio Gibson, and Joe Mixon. So there's you just no found way. a way to bring up how stacked you were in this league, so everyone knows how well he drafted. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm also one in one. One of those yeah. was acquired through a, a very tasty trade I made. Mm-hmm. Odell Beckham Jr. is a game-time decision, but all signs are pointing that he's going to play. That's interesting with Jarvis Landry being out this week, Matt. Um, I'd fire up Odell Beckham with Landry out. What about you? What is Odell Beckham's status right now? He, I mean, his, it's just been this lingering knee thing that knocked him out last year, and then he was just out, out, and then he's been practicing, practicing, and now it looks like he's probably going to play. First time since his knee injury. I I really don't love it, but I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins did not practice with a rib injury, but he's still expected to play. Pay attention to that on Friday. If he gets another did not practice in, then I'm actually worried. Same thing with Josh Jacobs. He was a did not practice on Thursday, but he did put on pads on a non-contact jersey, but just didn't end up doing anything. So it looks like he's getting closer, but pay attention on the Friday status of those two guys. Any thoughts on those two before we jump into the uh, the old matchups? Yeah, there, Matt. I think those two guys are full go. You're starting them. Josh Jacobs, maybe not if you're deep, but let's get into these matchups. We'll mm. Talk about it more then. Mm. Washington football team at Buffalo Bills is the first one we're going to talk about. So, Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, Matt. Let's start with the Bills side of the ball. Kind of underwhelming, but are you expecting a bounce back? Oh, I think so. It's not the best defense to have your big uh, bounce back uh, against, but I think Allen, mm-hmm. he's, he was too good last year, and I think week one, he just didn't find the end zone quite enough. Week two, the opportunity wasn't there. Week three, this is going to be a game. This is going to be a, a closer game than we expect, and I think he's going to have to do some work in the air. Yeah, he's going to succeed. I've, I, I got the, the bills with the confidence of 10 in our pool. And I, I think it's going to be, this is going to be it. This is going to be the one Washington's defense is, has not looked as good as we drafted them to be in the first couple of weeks. And I think this is going to be the week that Allen's going to throw a lot of yards, lots of digs. Are you going to play Moss or Singletary after they both scored touchdowns last week? Moss. Um, but, I don't think I'm rushing to put them in my lineup. Moss mm-hmm. is very touchdown dependent, and I think Singletary has a pretty cap ceiling. So, I mean, exactly what happened last year. Singletary, or last year, last week, Singletary is going to get more yards and maybe a touchdown. Moss, you better hope for TDs there. Yeah. Taylor Heineke looked really good last week, led them to that victory. I, uh, I really good. He did. He really did look good. I mean, Terry McLaurin's an auto star. He's targeting him like you, you wouldn't believe. 
I'm gonna and give him the number one champ phrase right now. That yeah. dude's a fucking gamer. Yeah, he's a gamer. There it is. The champs of champs gamer tag goes to, to who did Heineke or to Terry McLaurin? Heineke. Okay. Okay. Um, you're starting Antonio Gibson. I wouldn't worry about the McKissick usage last week. Um, fire up Gibson. What do you think of Logan Thomas though? I'm not big on him this week. I missed out on him in all of my leagues, so I haven't been tracking him that close. What were his uh his he had like, he had like seven he had seven targets, he had like five catches with a Heineke, but I with the, the Bills have been good in the first couple of weeks against the tight end. And I think that I really do think that uh Heineke only has eyes for McLaurin. I'm not I'm not yeah. interested in playing Logan Thomas. I'd consider it if um, he's my only roster tight end and I'm just picking from a pool of garbage. I think he'll get some targets and he'll, uh, he'll be okay. Not my favorite play. If it's, if it's Logan Thomas or garbage, you'd go with Logan Thomas. That's what the yep. champs came here for Chicago. Oh, so your confidence pick for that game for Washington at Buffalo. I have Buffalo six. Excellent. Chicago bears at Cleveland Browns. Um, I got, Man, I got the Chicago Bears winning this one with a confidence of two. I got Cleveland winning it with a confidence of 10. Okay, let's start with Cleveland then. You're starting Nick Chubb. You're starting Kareem Hunt, yeah. right? I mean, um, I, don't, I don't own Kareem Hunt anywhere, but I guess so. If you, if you have him, he's, he's more flex to be. I guess some people use him as an RB2, right? Yeah, and we've talked about Odell Beckham Jr. Like, we already talked about him, so we're not going to spend too much time on him. I would fire him up, see what happens. Matt's a little bit more uh, touchy on the subject. But, hey, Chicago. Is there anyone else on Cleveland that you would start, tight end-wise, in Joku, Hooper? Anything like that? Baker? Uh, I'm not starting any of those guys. Not, not really in this matchup. No. Baker, if you have to. If you're in a 2QB, yeah, Baker's a good play then. Yeah. This is going to be the Justin Fields show. So what do you expect out of Justin Fields, him to run for 100 yards, Lamar Jackson, this bitch? I do expect a lot out of him, but not necessarily against this defense in Cleveland in his first start. And that's why I still have Cleveland winning this game. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Fields will settle in nicely. I'm hoping that he leans on Ali Robbie quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, Certainly firing him up. I don't know if I have too much faith anywhere else in their receiving cores or anyone else you're starting receiver wise for the Chicago. I, I would start, uh, I'd start Mooney. I, I like Darnell Mooney. He got a lot of looks um, from fields and I, I like what I see out of him. So I would start Robinson. And I think Mooney is flex worthy. I think that uh, it's going to be a big David Montgomery game. I think they're going to lean on him with Justin Fields, his first NFL start. I think we're going to see a lot of rushes for David Montgomery in this one. So I would fire him up with uh, high confidence. They can keep the game script in their favor. That's also accurate. Baltimore Ravens at Detroit Lions. I almost said Detroit Tigers. That would have been a different sport. The Ravens is the Ravens is the Ravens are who I have with the confidence of nine. What are you thinking? I have 14 on the Ravens. Still, Ooh. still love my uh, Detroit boys, but they have a tough schedule to start the year. And man, that Monday night game, the second half collapse, golf looked rattled. What did he? Two fumbles and a bad interception. That just, yeah. I mean, that's you don't want to say it's all on golf, but that's that's not a way to 
lead your team to a victory there. So that nah, wasn't so good. Um, still think Hawk is a start. I think they're going to be playing from behind and they're going to have to keep the ball in there. Hawkinson's a start. I toyed with the idea of golf, but I don't think that's, um, I don't think that's mm-hmm. going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I, receiver wise, what is it? The Cephas is, uh, who got the TD last week and been I targeted guess, a bit. Yes, I guess it's still all like tight. It's all TJ Hawkinson and it's all the Jamal Williams and Deandre Swift. I think you can, they're really cutting into each other's workload, but I still think that you can flex Jamal Williams. And I think Swift is a quality, uh, RB2, no matter what, they're both going to get catches and Swift looked really good. So it's a tough matchup against Baltimore, but I think you still have to start up Swift. Yeah, I like I like Swift more as a fantasy play, and I like Jamal more as a, a dude. Oh, for sure. But I don't really know Swift. If I if I got to know him, I bet you I'd like him too. But Jamal is just a, such a genuine, he just seems like a sweetheart. Yep. He's he's her sweetheart. <laughs> um. Baltimore side of the ball. Let's talk about the Baltimore side of the ball. Lamar Jackson, fire him up. I mean, you can start a lot of players against Detroit, dude. What about Tyson Williams? You're liking him lately, aren't you? I am. I just threw a trade off for him. You want to you wanna take a little game break and go through this trade that I just offered? Yeah. So we all know that Yahoo's trade analyzer isn't always the best. One thing I do like about theirs versus like third-party trade analyzers is they do take into account to your starting lineup and what they're going to be plugging in each week and all that. But it said I was a big loser on this trade, and I don't believe it. I am trading Jared Cook and Daryl Henderson and acquiring Kyle Pitts and Tyson Williams. And mm-hmm. I think I have all the upside in the world on this trade. Mm-hmm. And I'm giving away a, a, a tight end one, but I mean, everybody's just picking him up off the waiver wire. He's, he's like half owned. And then Daryl Henderson, who could is banged up and could see some loss of work to Tony Michelle. I think it has the upside and I'm, I'm not scared here. I want it. I want him to accept. I don't think he will. Cause I think Yahoo's wrong on this one. I think yeah, I was wrong on that too. I mean, yes, it is good that they take into account like optimal lineups and stuff like that, but it's also based off of their projections of people, and those are always totally jacked up. So, I mean, but how do you project? I, I, I'm giving Yahoo trouble. Like I could do any better, but yeah. I would I would take that. I I like your side of that. I like accepting Tyson and and Pitts, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what he does. Um, I think he, start- he knows the upside that he has, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to be a tough sell. Would you start Latavius Murray if you had him in this? I mean, he's also getting work. He's getting goal line work. I think I think he's flex worthy in this against Detroit as well. What about you? I, I, don't, I don't love it because I think Tyson Williams is going to continue to get the line share of the snaps. And that's who I want to start. If mm-hmm. you're desperate or have a very deep uh, starting lineup in the league, yeah, I guess consider it because there's going to be work to be shared. And I think you can start Mark Andrews. I think he can bounce back in this one. Marquise Brown, Sammy Watkins. The, the options are endless with Detroit, unfortunately. I'm, I'm liking Marquise Brown and Sammy Watkins. I don't know. I, I'm kind of liking them both. You are the Sammy Watkins lover of the group. Uh, you've had to get me on board a couple of times, but uh, 
No, thanks. Indianapolis Colts at Tennessee Titans. Matt, I've got the Titans at 15. What about you? <laughs> That's <laughs> pretty lofty goal there. I got the Titans, and I only have them at 11. And honestly, I didn't even want to go that high. What could change that is if Wentz is out. That's, that's what I. That's, that's why I have tough. him at fifteen. That's why. Yeah. I, that's why it's like oh, because I think it's going to be Eason or Brett Hundley. Brett Hundley is that quarterback that he just he keeps getting work in the NFL. And every time I watch him play football, I'm like, this guy, how is he still out there? This guy's not good. Hundley is not a good. So it's either going to be him or Eason. And I have not good, heard good things about Eason. And I know Tennessee's defense isn't good, but they can. In Nashville, they can rattle they're, them. It's gonna be they're easy. They're getting better. They're getting better. Who uh, Tennessee? Yeah, the there's the second half was better against the the yeah. Seahawks. You're firing up Derrick Henry. I yep. think at this point you have to fire up Julio after what he did last week. And AJ Brown is a he was almost gonna be my Danny start of the week for a wide receiver. I got a different one locked and loaded, but I love AJ Brown this week. Uh, the Colts defense gave up big game to Lockett to in week one, and then they gave a big game to Cooper Cup week two. I think it's AJ Brown's turn week three. And that's what we're gonna see. What do you think of that? I am on board, Danny. You starting uh, Tannehill? Yes, I am. I ain't scared. Yeah. I'm not scared. No, uh, these these teams always uh, play each other very competitively. Just recently, Titans actually got a few wins in the past couple of years, so that's been nice for the first time oh. ever. <laughs> yeah. But uh, let's just hope for a good game and uh, a Titans win. Are you going to start any Colts? Is I mean, other than Jonathan Taylor, you start Jonathan Taylor, uh, no matter what. But with Eason slash Hundley, I'm not confident in the wide receivers, but I still will start them because I really liked what I saw out of Pittman, Pascal. You can count on in the red zone. I guess if I've got nothing else, I would do that. I know we've got Pittman in a league that we're probably going to have to flex him out there. Confidence level, scale of 1 to 10. <laughs> like a 2, and we'll, we'll see. We got some bench depth that we could consider. Like that we got Moss that we could switch with him, and I think both are both are uh, upside flex play. You know, Right, right. We need something good to happen. <laughs> LA Chargers at Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I've got the Chiefs with a confidence of 11. What do you got in that one? I've got Los Angeles Clippers or Chargers with a confidence of three. Okay. 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 Uh, that's, hey, that's cool. That's an upset right there. But I want to let's start with the Chiefs. I mean, you're starting Mahomes, starting Tyree Kill, you're starting Travis Kelsey. Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Let me take you through. You just went down a trade avenue with one Lee. Let me take you down this uh, trade that uh, I performed with Anthony in one of our leagues. Uh, Ooh, did you get Clyde Edwards Hilaire? Big, big listener. Anthony, how are you? Love you, buddy. So I am, this is how I described it to the league when I put him out on the trading block. I am fucking done with Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Emotionally, I can't, I can't handle the relationship anymore. We have, what is it? How, what is it? Uh, unresolvable differences. It's just we irreconcilable differences between the two of us. I can't be in a relationship with him anymore, so I'll take whatever I can get. 
that is how I, I, I have got a little bit of running back depth. So I wanted him out of my life and he can succeed and he can be whatever he can. He can be his own man and he can be a great human being for some other team, but it just won't be a part of my life anymore because I can't handle it emotionally. Does that make sense? Do you ever have those players where you're like, I'm done. That's it. I, I'm not going to start you. Even if you do well, where we can't, we can't do this anymore. I feel like this is a lot of buildup to you making a terrible trade. So I, I actually, I think this ended up being okay. I think I actually was <laughs> happy. I was ready to, to take nonsense. And then Anthony offered an actual quality trade. So I gave up Clyde Edwards, Alaire and Kyle Pitts. And I received George Kittle and Jamar chase. Again, I've got running back depth. I'm happy with my running backs without Clyde Edwards, Alaire. So as much as I like Pitts, I was happy to get Kittle because I don't have him anywhere. And Chase, who knows what he can be? He could, he could be something. He could be nothing. But this is all positives. I got Kittle. We can see what happens with Chase. And Edwards Alaire is out of my life. And you gave so up Pitts too, though? I gave up Pitts to get Kittle to replace him in Kittle because I'm not going to roster two tight ends. So and I know Kittle hasn't been much lately, but. I don't know. I, think I like Anthony's side better. Not mm-hmm. gonna lie. So you're a, you're you like Clyde Edwards Alaire still. You're okay with him. I think he's gonna be more than what he's shown so far. And uh, hard to say which way I go on Pitts and Kittle. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Kittle is more established and super talented, but Pitts has a weird usage and upside and everything to it too. So that's exciting. Um well, Edwards Alaire wasn't going to be playing on my team, so he was dead weight to me. I hate him. So <laughs> there was that, just emotional lift. I don't have to deal with it anymore. He's going to do so well the rest of the season. But <laughs> yeah, he would have done so well on my bench. So I don't know how that would have gone. Anyway, let's talk about the, uh, the, the Clippers. I like a lot of the Chargers players uh, in this matchup. My start of the week running back is Austin Eckler. Whole NFL. I love Austin Eckler this this week. I loved his uh, usage in the passing game in week two. They're going to need that against Kansas City, whose defense is not. I don't think Kansas City's defense is that good. I love Allen. I love Mike Williams, and I love Justin Herbert. I think you can start all these guys. What about you, Matt? Yeah, I, I think Mike Williams has been um, really uh, interesting. Uh, Splash on the scene is all I can say after his woes for his first, what, four years of his career. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think Eckler, as much as I hate, pains me to admit it, is a very good start. Um, it should be high scoring. I'm starting everybody I own on this offense, except maybe Justin Jackson, who's getting more involved mm-hmm. a little bit. Over under 60 points in this game, do you think? I That's not the actual Vegas line. I just threw it out there. This is going to be... Oh. To be a high I mean, one, isn't it? <laughs> I could, I would easily go over 60. Yeah, okay, good. I'm not crazy for that. Um, you want to take a break? Let's take a quick break here. We're kind of in the kind of middle. Everyone go get a drink, come right back, and we'll uh, we'll finish out the rest of the uh, the matchups for week three. Hey, everybody, Ty here with Dan and Tone from the Upper Decker podcast. We hope you're enjoying this episode of Chumps to Champs. These guys absolutely kill it when it comes to fantasy football. And I'd be willing to bet that if you're uh, you're a football fan, there's a good chance you follow baseball as well. 
And if that's the case, we want you to finish up this episode and then head on over to the Upper Decker podcast. We cover all things baseball. So whether you want to hear about the latest on the field action, listen to breakdowns of trades and signings, or learn about some crazy baseball history, we've got a little something for everyone. We are going to drop some knowledge on you and hopefully give you a few laughs in the process. If you want to check us out, we're available on all your streaming platforms. We'd also encourage you to follow us at Upper Decker Pod on Twitter and Facebook. Hope you check us out and enjoy the rest of this episode of Chumps to Champs. Woo! Welcome back, champs. We're digging through the uh, matchups for week three. We are now, where are we, Matt? We're on Nolens. Islands. We're on Nolens. Okay. New Orleans Saints at New England Patriots. Uh, what kind of Saints are we going to get in this one, Matt? Are we going to get the week one Saints who just dominate everybody or the, the week two Saints who could have lost to your Rockwood Summit team back in 08? I, I'm, I'm thinking that this is probably going to be a, a New Englander right here. Um, okay. New England at home. I think the Saints it's going to be easy to kind of game plan against what they did week one for NFL teams. They're going to have to find something other than what they did week one going forward. Well, I got the saints with a confidence of eight. Oh, baby. <laughs> and I think I need to rethink my confidence levels because these are, these are all jacked up, but I got the saints in this one. Um, James is going to figure it out and Alvin, they're going to work Alvin Kamara more into this. You're, you're going to start Alvin Kamara. I don't think you can start another New Orleans Saint player, though. What about you? Certainly not starting Tony Jones. Um, yeah, no receivers. I'm not certain Jameis. And uh, I guess I should backpedal a little bit because I guess when I filled out my confidence, my my New England dislike uh, pumped me into picking New Orleans as well, even though okay, uh, my gut says no, but I picked New Orleans. I gave him a confidence of four, too, which is uh, not the you're, lowest. You were just in a different world earlier today. Uh, your different emotions than you are now. Uh, I mean, I was on the pooper when I was filling these out, so <laughs> I was in my happy place. Right. I mean, with the confidence of four, you could probably just go right back to the Patriots and then not change anything else. That's pretty true. <laughs> on the Patriots side of the ball, I'm starting Damian Harris until otherwise... I mean, he's getting the volume there right now. He looked really good. You starting anyone else in New England? Any of those wide receivers, Nelson Aguilar, Jacoby Myers, are they flex-worthy maybe? I'm not sure. I'm definitely starting Damian Harris. Yes. Um, I'm not starting anyone else on this team at this point. Yeah. I, I did Aguilar last week, and he kind of threw up a turd for me, and I feel like that's what it's going to be all year with him. Uh, what about either defense? Yeah, I mean – if we think that Jameis is going to poop down his leg, then maybe New England. But, hey, I got eight confidence in him, so that can't happen. I think you could start either defense if you wanted to. Hope for the best. Yeah, Defenses are crapshoot. That's right. The Atlanta Falcons at New York Giants. I've got the Falcons winning this one, man. Double upset alert right here, as do I. I have the Falcons with a confidence of eight. Oh, okay, mine's at six. But still, I'm liking what I'm seeing out of Kyle Pitts as I send him away in a trade. That's Clyde Edwards-Lair's fault, though. That's nobody's fault but but his. Like Kyle Pitts, start him up. He's actually my tight end start of the week. Um, what do you think tight about end. him? Start of the week. Mm-hmm. I do like Kyle Pitts. Um, I don't own him anywhere, but 
I threw that trade out there for him earlier today. I, I like his upside. I like his usage. He's really, I think he, I don't know how much blocking or where he's getting slotted out of or anything, but I think he would, is almost like wide receiver tight end dual eligible with how I've seen um, the, mm-hmm. the highlights that he's involved in go. Yeah. Calvin Ridley, you're starting him no matter what. What do you do with Mike Davis, Matt? You've got Mike Davis in at least one place. What, uh, what are you thinking? What are your emotions? In this matchup against the Giants for Mike Davis, is he flex worthy? Because I think, I think he is. I have a league where I own both him and Cordell Patterson. I think Mike Davis has the floor. Absolutely. Um, I think he's going to get you eight points between eight and 10 points. Mm-hmm. I think Cordell Patterson, I mean, he's gotten what in the 20s so far this season. He has the upside, but he could also have a pooper for you. So. Right. That's my analysis, Danny. I well, feel right. confident in Mike Davis getting me eight to 10 points is what. Right. So let's talk about their usage. Mike Davis last week against the Buccaneers, nine for 38. So he averaged a 4.2 per rush. Patterson had seven carries himself for 11 yards and a touchdown. So that helped. So he was super ineffective on the ground, but Patterson had seven targets for five catches for 58 yards and a bonus touchdown. You know how many targets Mike Davis had in the game last week? Seven. Oh, oh, you know what? I do think I saw that now. I was really surprised at how him and Cordero were pretty much equally mm-hmm. involved in targets at least. Right. Yeah. Not both production had... off of the targets. All Correct. Right. That's fair too. But Davis caught all seven of his targets for basically no yards, 25 yards, but he's involved too. And I think that Mike Davis is the, I think that we think of Patterson as, Oh my God, he's the guy because he scored two touchdowns, but let's give it a little bit more time is my, my thought. What about you? Yeah, I'd agree. I'm, I'm not trying to start either of them this week. I've rostered, quarter in a couple leagues um because i want to see where this goes but let's give it some time i did mm-hmm. see uh some like twitter back and forth or whatever somebody was tweeting like how you mike davis truthers are really eating your words now have fun with that and then somebody's like so you're trying to do it oh, okay so the guy who was taking like rb 20 22nd is mm-hmm. now sitting at rb 26 like one spot behind Ezekiel Elliott, yeah. <laughs> who was taken way out there. Like, I don't think anybody's doing victory laps yet on yeah. picking Mike Davis. He's, I mean, where you drafted him, you're okay. Don't be upset that he's yeah. getting uh, just high floor games. That's what yeah. you drafted him as. Yeah, the most carries on the team and then seven targets, it's going to be fine. On the giant side of the ball, like I said, I think you can fire up Barkley this time without any fears. Got to pay attention to Galladay. And what he's going to do. But if Galladay does not play, I think Sterling Shepard is a wonderful start in this matchup. Either way, if Galladay does play, Galladay and Shepard, I would start both of them up. Atlanta's defense is so good. I saw Uh, somebody just drop Sterling Shepard in one of my leagues. Should I be snatching him up? I, I, I don't know. Yeah, girl. I, that's what I'm asking you. Why Why is he getting dropped? Also? I didn't do it. I don't know why that guy did that stupid thing. Unless he knows some, unless he's like friends with them and he like busted something we don't know about. Hey, Daniel. He busted a move. Dan, Daniel Jones can run, dude. And if he gets the throw against Atlanta, I think you can stream Daniel Jones. Um, I think it's a good DFS play, too, to be completely honest. I, I, I don't. You don't think he's a good DFS play, even? If you even if you don't want to roster him in your season long league, that, that is a a very large pivot. I 
Okay. <laughs> <That's fair. laughs> this is yeah, he's he has played against a couple of tough defenses week one and two Denver and Washington so and he's still put up decent numbers I'm not going to say great but he runs what, average 250 yards passing in a TD and he puts some yards on the ground I can see all those numbers going up a little bit this week I don't think he's going to hit Kyler Murray numbers but yeah, yeah, yeah. Flex. Okay. Is that or, the standard now? <laughs> oh, it's the standard for me, buddy. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Cincinnati Bengals at Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, let's start with the Bengals, Matt. T. Higgins may not play. I think that means you start Chase and Tyler Boyd, if that's the case. What do you think? Boyd might be a plug and chug for people. How how much is he owned? Is he available on waiver wires? Oh, I don't I don't think he is. You look at that while I talk about Joe Mixon and how he's my ooh, my chump of the week. As much as I love Joe Mixon, this is one of like two god awful matchups. Pittsburgh and Tampa Bay. I just don't like playing running backs against those two defenses. So I'm not saying don't start Joe Mixon because you probably don't have a better option, but just temper expectations. Does that make sense, Matt? Yeah, tell that to the mixing owner in like two or three leagues. Thanks, Danny. Yeah, I mean, I, got I want you to tell me to give my hopes up. Get your hopes way up because this is the matchup. It's going to happen, dude. Um, Thank you. I don't. I wouldn't start Joe Burrow against this pass rush uh, of Pittsburgh. But on the Pittsburgh side of the ball, we're not confident that Deontay Johnson is going to play either. So it's a similar situation. Three wide receivers that are all fantasy relevant, one of which may not play. If Deontay doesn't play, uh, fire up your Chase Claypool and Juju Smith-Schuster's, right? Definitely Chase Claypool. I, I guess Juju, too, yeah, if you need a flex fill-in. So, mm-hmm. Danny, you mentioned don't start Joe Burrow, and I shot this to you earlier today. I have a league where I only have Joe Burrow rostered, and I'm, I'm kind of feeling what you're saying here. So, mm-hmm. I shot you all the free agents available, mm-hmm. and they go Hertz, Cousins, Daniel Jones, your boy, Mm-hmm. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, Derek Carr, uh, Derek or David, David Derek, or Derek, 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 Derek yeah. David is his brother. Every time I say it, I'm not yeah. sure. <laughs> uh, Roethlisberger, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Sam Darnold, who I guess is going. Oh, right Justin now, so. Fields is there too. Yeah. Oh, oh, baby. I still think. I mean, I think it's Jalen Hurts. I mean, the guy rush. The guy runs. He's playing Dallas this week. We're going to talk about him in a little bit later, but, uh, but yeah. Uh, about Matt Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. I don't Very know cool. why. I don't think that Matt Ryan's a guy I'm ever going to play again in fantasy. I think well, it's over. Hertz is on waivers, so I'd have to wait on them, but all the other guys are free game. So Justin um, Fields, man, just ride ride the lightning. See what happens. Along those lines, do you drop Joe Burrow or I have yeah. like Chenault on my bench? Do you, do you want to hold on to Chenault right now? He's no. getting targets, but not he's really. Also, he's also kind of hurt. He, yeah, I believe he is. Um, yeah. I'm not sure what exactly the deal is. I there. would drop we'll, we'll Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's just going to fall right into that, that range of the Cousins, Bridgewater. He's going to be there if you want him to be there in the future. You know what I mean? Well, he explodes against Pittsburgh, and I can't get him back. Well, goddamn. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to happen. You want my advice? I gave it to you. Jeez. Najee Harris, start him up. Ben Roethlisberger, he he old. He old busted. But I've got the Steelers winning this game with a confidence of five, Matt. Who do you got? I need to look that one up. Okay. I think I picked against the Steelers. I picked Cincy with a confidence of five. Okay, there you go. I think Pittsburgh old busted. Mm-hmm. 
Arizona Cardinals at Jacksonville Jaguars. Matt, I, I will just come right out and say I, I, have, I have the Cardinals. The Cardinals <laughs> 16. Okay, that's yours. I'm at 12, but again, my my rankings. Are, no, there's a lot of auto picks in this. My 16 ranking is going on right now with the Panthers, but Kyler Murray, goodness, he's amazing. We talked about Hopkins. Keep your eye on him. Are you starting Rondale Moore? A lot of usage, rushing. Oh. What What's wrong? Davis Mills just got destroyed. This is this Deshaun Watson time then? No, he's inactive. I don't think they're allowed to play Watson, but that was one of those where that was a clean hit, but it was so bad. I'm not, I, I almost expected a flag on it. Didn't come though. Okay. Surprisingly. Well, Are you starting Rondell Moore for the Arizona Cardinals? He gets a lot of rushing attempts. They're manufacturing ways to get him involved, and he's looked very explosive. Still kind of waiting on him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's fair. There's a lot of uh, mouths to feed there in Arizona. Speaking of which, I guess we we're still watching the uh, Thursday night game, but DJ Moore still looking really good. Had a good night tonight. Great night tonight. Yeah, and then I just got an alert like within the past couple of minutes of saying that he like limped off the field or something like that. Well, I Is wasn't that- seeing that. Is that, is that a thing? Okay. Sorry to make anyone panic if that's not a thing by the time you listen to this. but uh, It might be. It might be. Chase Edmonds and James Conner, Matt, against the Jaguars. I think you can play either one of them. Such a positive matchup. I'd rather have Edmonds than Conner, but I think in a pinch you can play either one of them against such a poor defense in Jacksonville. Do you agree or disagree? I don't want to do it. But Conner's yeah. getting goal line work, so. I think what you said in a pinch, I know I'd feel okay with Edmonds as a running back too. me too. And I'd feel okay with Connor as a, I'd feel good about Connor as a flex. I'll yeah. say that much. Jacksonville side. Is there anyone you're starting? Honestly, anyone running back quarterback wide receiver. I'm not starting anybody. Oh, I, I mean, it's, it's unfortunate how James Robinson just has fallen off even with um, the Etienne injury, but he's not, he's not something I want to start right now. Yeah. Maybe DJ Chark. If Chenault is out, I think I'll start Chark or Marvin, maybe, maybe, or Marvin Jones in a pinch. If I have to, as a flex. Yeah. I think I like the receiver options Mm -hmm. more than like trying to hope James Robinson busts out. Cause I think, Arizona is a really good team this year, and I yeah. think that they are going to get ahead easy on Jacksonville, and they're going to have to keep the ball in the air. So, I yeah. mean, if you just want to go based on volume, maybe Trevor Lawrence is an okay play because they're going to have to be putting the ball in the air a lot. But hopefully, I mean, mm-hmm. maybe make sure you don't have a lot of negative points or interceptions with how much they're going to have to put the ball in the air. Yeah, that's that's the truth. And you picked Arizona to win the NFC West, if you remember, in our playoff uh, playoff picks. So you look at that. Bravo. You look at that. You're just really good at this. So New York Jets at Denver Broncos. I've got the Broncos with the confidence of 14, Matt. I have got the Broncos with the confidence of 15. We have yet to hit the same confidence. The old you know tip toucher. Yeah, <laughs> we haven't docked yet. So uh, the the Denver Broncos, there's a lot of people you can start <laughs> against the Jets. Um, you can start Gordon and Javante Williams. Even they're both splitting time. 
I'm really liking what I see out of Javante Williams though moving forward. What about you? He's looking better. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy if I have him rostered. I still don't know if he's like an auto start for me or anything yeah. like that, but uh certainly a uh tasty little addition to your bench. And I mean, if you have to flex him, flex him. I'm in way too many fantasy football leagues this season. I mean, I knew that going into it. I just couldn't help myself. I looked in one specific league to find the owner of Javante Williams so I could make him a trade offer. And it was me. Oh, <laughs> I didn't realize I had him on my bench. That's when you know you're in too many leagues. But when you know you're in too many leagues, was it earlier this year in our listener league? Danny uh, sent me a trade offer. And it was a pretty fair offer either way, but I was I was confused to how since Sleeper is a new platform for me, whose players were going to which team? And I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'm taking that trade." Turns out I thought I was getting the players I was trading away. So. Yeah, I was like, "Cool, cool, cool, cool." And he's like, "Oh wait, no." We I'm like, "Oh my god, we'll undo it." It's like midnight. It's fine. Honest mistake. We were on the we were like zooming at the time so it was in the moment we're looking right at each other it's like okay fine we'll just undo this shit but you're explaining it to everybody yeah so we can get to the listener league later but Mm -hmm. that's what happened there Cortland sutton is my uh wide receiver start of the week man he is getting targets and he is producing with them but you can also start tim patrick and uh noah fant fire him up is there anyone else anyone else start in denver I think Hamler is really startable at this point. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, outside of Hamler, that's everybody, though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. And I heard that DJ Moore came back. So I'd like Phew. Tim Patrick, and we're probably going to have to start him in a league that we co Let's talk him up then. Let's but talk him up. <laughs> he is touchdown dependent. <laughs> he, mm-hmm. he, he won't get more than four targets unless something changes, and he is not going to break 40 yards receiving. But my God. What a a <laughs> New York Jets, ah, Matt, Corey Davis, what do you do? Do you sit and wait a week against a good Denver secondary? Do you do you maybe just I, I, I'm not going to start Corey Davis this week because I'm 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 scared. What do you think? I, Two catches for eight I, yards. Yeah. Not good. I started him last week off the week one hype and it didn't happen. I'm, I'm I think last week is more realistic on just where this team's at. Oh man. And really? I think I think he's gonna be on my bench. Not right. where Corey Davis is at, where this team is at. Uh-huh. Right, 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 right. Uh, Michael Carter started getting more usage. So that's something to pay attention to. You could put him on your I would not start him this week, but I think he is roster worthy. Put him in the back of your bench. Mm-hmm. See what happens. Miami, did we say wait? Did we say yeah? We did. Miami Dolphins at Las Vegas Raiders. I have got the Raiders at 13, Matt. Who you got there? I have got the Raiders at 13. Oh, my we God. We did it. It's docking time. It's docking time. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> Josh Jacobs may not play. I wouldn't start any of the running backs in uh, Las Vegas if Jacobs is out. What about you? Agreed. Yeah. Derek Carr is looking really good though. He's looking hot. Pretty tasty. I I I was considering plugging and chugging him in that league I was just talking about. Mm-hmm. He's not the worst option for quarterback. I think he has a really high floor and still a very high ceiling. I think like top five of the week ceiling, right? 
may oh god goodness maybe but uh waller is real waller's the only one i'm going to start with confidence this week out of las vegas even though it's a good matchup i I'll, i don't want to start any of the wide receivers i'm not going to start rugs he's too boom no. bust if he hits a bomb then you, you did good if not then it's like two for 11 and i'm not interested in that yeah i'm i'm much more on the uh waller bus train oh my god I did not realize how well Carr has really done. He's averaging yeah. over 400 yards in, through two weeks and two touchdowns in both contests. He also threw the ball like 57 times or something like that against the Ravens, Sydney. I, I will add that he's at home against Miami this week. Yeah. And the concern there is that Miami has a couple really good DBs. Howard. But <laughs> will that just open up Waller to be more effective in this game? Because Nobody the can DBs stop aren't going to be covering Waller unless they do some really weird shifting on the defense. They may, side. and they may, because Waller is just just delightful. Just a wonderful fantasy mm-hmm. play there. Mm-hmm. On the Miami side, two is out with broken ribs. Therefore, I will not be starting any Miami Dolphins. Any of them. Zero. I will not start Waddle, Fuller, or Parker. Nope. No. Oh, okay, fine, Gaskin. You called me out. Fine, Gaskin. Yes, I will start Gaskin if I have to. But other than that, though, no on Miami. Yeah, I think the concern here, too, is that without Tua, Raiders could, I think they're a pretty good team this year, and they could take a very demanding lead. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, Carr's not throwing, Waller's not getting targets. It could be Kenyon Drake be- show. the uh tampa bay buccaneers at la rams in what could be the game of the week most likely the game of the week i've got the bucks with a confidence of one i have no idea what's gonna happen in this game (laughs) what do you got in that one bucks at seven i think oh i think the the rams are defeatable i think tampa bay is just a really really good football team and i think they're it pains me to say it, but I think they're they're better than they were last year at the moment. I know. I as know. You, as you said that, a commercial came on for America's Game of the Week, and it's Tampa versus uh-huh. the Charter, or so the we, Rams. So we got it right. Yay. Uh-huh. Well, let's talk about Tampa. I mean, the Rams have a really good defense. They do. So and Antonio Brown has COVID, and it's likely he'll be out. Because it's tough, even though he's vaccinated, it's tough to get back in in this short notice. So they're saying it's likely he's going to be out. So old Tommy Beanstalk's going to have to throw to one of his other eight superstar weapons. Right, but Jalen Ramsey's going to shut down one of them. I just don't know if he's going to be on Godwin or if he's going to be on Evans. Jalen Ramsey's unbelievable. I mean, maybe this is a... I think Gronk's going to continue his hot streak. I think we're going to see six touchdowns in three games. Two, two, two. Yeah, I mean, they might just keep Ramsey on one side of the field and he'll just cover Ramsey or Godwin, depending, or sorry, he'll just cover Evans or Godwin, depending on where he's at. I think Ramsey is one of the, is Ramsey one of the corners who does stay on his own side or does he go wherever? I forget. I think think they just, they choose based on the matchup if he Mm -hmm. shuts down, but there are some of these shutdown corners who don't go to the other side. They're like, I'm really good over here on the left. I don't know what to do over there. I mean, (laughs) If you know your strengths and your team knows your strengths, that's yeah. that might be wise. 
I am my arrow on Leonard Fournette is pointing up. My arrow on Ronald Jones going. That's the way it was going to go, no matter what, right? I mean, yeah. Ronald Jones isn't the same. Everybody like threw Fournette into that like uh backup. Fournette was really good. He yeah. just had some injuries and got chipped out, and mm-hmm. he might finally kind of be solidifying himself in the role on that new team of Tampa Bay. Talking about solidifying your role, uh, Tom Brady, you start him. Don't second guess this because of the Rams secondary and defense. No, start Tom Brady. He threw he's thrown nine touchdowns in two games. He's gonna be fine. On the Rams side of the ball, though, Matt Cooper Cup, goodness boy, is he gonna finish as the? Uh, I asked this on the last show. He's gonna be the the wide receiver one. It certainly looks that way, doesn't it? Uh, he might. I'm not. I'm not betting against him at this point. I. I tried to talk you into a, a bit of a risky trade to try to get him in a league and probably cooler heads. Prevailed. Scott, Scott cooled, cooled us down. It was like, ah, whoa, 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 whoa. Um, I, I think Matt Stafford's going to, I don't think he's going to struggle, but I think he's going to be pressured a lot. And I, that's why I think the Buccaneers are going to win this game. I'm nervous starting Henderson. Henderson, Got banged up. He is probably going to play, but at what role? I don't know. I think there's gonna be limitations. I wouldn't start Henderson or Michelle this week. As good as Henderson has been, I wouldn't start him against Tampa. What about you? I I have him slotted in my flex right now in the league. I'm gonna wait to hear more. If he's if he sounds a pretty full go, I'm I'm going with him. Mm-hmm. If not, I'm I'm not. I have other <laughs> that's fair. So you mentioned you think Stafford's going to get banged around quite a bit back there. Pressure. And I know that you oh, arguing semantics on <laughs> You also mentioned that Jalen Hurts is one of your uh, starts mm-hmm. of the week. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I have a league where I own both of those guys. And Hurts. I started Stafford through two weeks. And last week, I believe you told me to start Hurts. I started Stafford. I was wrong. It was the right play. I was wrong. Yeah. So yeah. this week, should I listen? Yeah. I think you should. We're going to get to that game here in a minute. I'll tell you about it. Okay. I'll tell you about why Uh, the Seattle Seahawks at Minnesota Vikings. I have the Vikings winning this one, Matt, with a uh, confidence of four. I believe I also have the Vikings in this, and that is an upset. And Mm -hmm. I only have a confidence of two on it, though. Fair enough. I think they're going to bounce back. I think the Seahawks are shocked by what happened to them. Well, I mean, Seattle and Minnesota both lost on uh well overtime and a game wild endings yeah yeah so dalvin cook is banged up and like we talked about grab alexander madison if you're the dalvin cook owner just in case i think cook's gonna play and he's gonna destroy the seahawks if he does just like derrick henry did just like or like slightly below slightly below just like always um, Adam Thielen, start him up. Justin Jefferson, start him up. I think Kirk Cousins is playable in this one, too. What do you think about that? He's available, too, as a free agent in that league. You didn't say anything about him. He's, he's, he's not as startable as Jalen Hurts, but uh, right, Seattle right. Seahawks side of the ball. Tyler Lockett, is he the wide receiver one in that group right now ahead of DK Metcalf? Because I think the answer is no. <laughs> I mean, so far stat wise, yes. So far, yeah. DK is still the guy that I would rather own on my team. I'll say that much. You're gonna start Wilson. You're gonna start Metcalf. You're gonna start Lockett. You're gonna start Carson. I don't think there's a lot of question marks on this Seattle side of the ball for fantasy. It's like, yeah, you're gonna start those guys, and that's it, right? You got them. You start them. 
All right. Let's just move on. Let's not waste any more time there. Let's talk about the Green Bay Packers at San Francisco 49ers. I got the Packers at three. I got San Francisco 49ers at one. Mm-hmm. You are apparently favored right now. Um, you know that I'm not a, a big Green Bay guy. And I'm aware of that. I, I'm, I'm aware. I've heard. I think they, they've, they've shown faulty through week one loss and then first half against Detroit before they self-imploded. They didn't look too hot either. And I'm not, I don't think that was all Green Bay in the second half. I think it was self-implosion by Detroit. So San Fran, I think, is more solid of a team. They're at home. I think they get the win. Okay. Well, I'm going to take the Packers and Aaron Jones. How about that? You got to give Aaron Jones some credit Four touchdowns. Goodness. Oh, right place at the right time. (laughs) Three of them were through the air. You start Rogers, you start Aaron Jones, you start Devontae Adams. And what do you think about Robert Tanyan? I I'm looking elsewhere. If I'm the Tanyan owner against the good San Francisco D. Yeah. I mean, you tight end is so tough. If you have him, that's probably your best option still. Yeah. On the San Francisco side of the ball, it's you start Kittle, you start Debo, obviously. Look at you, Debo. We talked about the injuries to the San Francisco backfield in my game plan already. Do you have anything different to say? They've got a million running backs right now, and I don't know what Kyle Shanahan is going to do because he is a wild card when it comes to who's going to get the ball. It's slowly becoming a steer clear of the situation. There are literally eight guys that they have either signed or are going to come back from injury, i.e. Jeff Wilson. I I don't know. What do you think about the backfield there in San Francisco right now? Yeah, I, I'm a little too scared. I guess if Elijah Mitchell is fully go, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of hopping on board. But I did pick up, as I mentioned in our last episode, I picked up uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. in a couple of leagues where I was already going to drop somebody for a different pickup. Mm-hmm. Picked up Jeff Wilson Jr., slotted him in my IR, then got the guy I was planning on getting. See? A real easy acquisition right there. No pain at all. Good for you. Good for you, man. I'm proud of you. And let's talk about the Monday night game. Philadelphia Eagles at Dallas Cowboys. And let's start with the Eagles. Matt, you should start Jalen Hurts. Dallas doesn't play defense. And Jalen Hurts is going to run all over him. He's going to throw all over him. Um, he's going to be a top five fantasy quarterback this week. I actually already did have Jalen Hurts slotted into the quarterback in that one league, and I'm probably going to put a small little waiver claim in for him in the other league. Start Devontae Smith. Miles Sanders was banged up, but I think he's still RB2 quality. I think give him a little bit more time. Um, What do you do with Jalen Rager? Is he like a uh, Henry Ruggs type where it's like, if you really want, or Tim Patrick type where it's like, Hopefully he finds a bomb end zone target and then you're going to be good. Is that how you view Rager? Uh, yeah, kind of, but I, yeah. I don't even like him as much. Yeah. On the Cowboy side of the ball, you're going to start Lamb. You're going to start Cooper. You're going to start uh, Dak Prescott. But the big thing is Ezekiel Elliott versus Tony Pollard. Um, is Pollard now a flexible running, a, a flexible player, even though Zeke is there? I, I'll tell you what, I feel more confident with Tony Pollard in my flex spot than I would with Zeke in my RB1 spot. Oh, that's a good that's a good way of, of thinking about it. Yeah. I mean, a, a lot of people who own Pollard own Zeke too. So you're you're not starting both of them. 
Yeah, that, I don't think we're there that's yet. That's a tough scenario right there. But if I had the old, I'm handcuffing somebody else's player, and I own Tony Pollard, um, and that's it. I'm 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 okay with putting him in my flex. Yeah, um, I've got the uh, Cowboys at seven of confidence. Cowboys nine. Cowboys at nine. Okay, there you go. Well, Matt, let's talk about the listener league before we close this thing out. Two weeks into the listener league, how is your team right now? Let's we'll start there. How is Team Frederick? I am, or sorry, five, two and zero. Oh. I'm doing pretty well. Um, I think this may be my only league where I'm two and zero. Oh. So you chumps need to pick up your game in the listener league this mm-hmm. week. I am playing against old Matty Van. And mm-hmm. that is the Shattered Dreams team. Good. Uh, Matt Van's been a loyal listener for a while. Love I know you, he loves himself some Tom Brady, and he has him on his roster. I think that's a great play this week. I got Dak Prescott combating that. I think that's a good matchup, too. So hopefully those guys even out. They, they're projected damn near the same this week on top of that. Mm-hmm. Running backs, I got Chubb and Antonio Gibson. He has Carson and Najee Harris. I think I still have the edge on him there. Um, not that I hate his options and I, I think they are good plays this week. Yeah. Receiver wise, he's, he has Devonte Adams, who is the guy. And then DJ Chark and CD lamb. I have Thielen Robinson and Brandon cooks. I think he has me edged out a little bit there, but I'm not scared. Brandon cooks had a good night tonight. He beat his projection. End up with like 16 points as of right now. Game's still going. So yeah. And they're going to air it out. So he may get more. I think I literally just saw him get a catch, too. So that's good news. I got Logan Thomas, who Danny's not hot on. He has Noah Fant, who Danny loves. Uh, <laughs> Marquise true. Brown in my flex, and he has Chase Edmonds in his flex. So I think those guys both kind of um, have their own interesting upsides. Yeah. Defense-wise, he has Pittsburgh. I have Buffalo. He has Jason Sanders. I have Young Hoku. All that can shake out in a million different ways. So. Um, I'm projected slightly above him, but as you can hear, these are some some pretty competitive uh, players here, and it should be a good matchup. Yeah, I looking at Van's team right now. All the players you just described, I really like them specifically this week. They they're gonna have their ups and downs. I I, I like Chark if Chenault's out. Like you can go down the list and be like, yeah, these these are uh, these are uh, these are uh, good guys. But man, your Chubb Gibson. Man, it's hard to beat there. Um, let me bust into my matchup. Uh, I'm playing Anthony in the listener league. I am 2-0 as well in the listener league. And Anthony is 2-0 in the listener league. So this is a, a battle of the greats, as it were, Matt. The greatest players in the listener league. He is, uh, He's punching me right in my teeth, right out of the gate. <laughs> with right his, in your titter teeth right right on in there um he's got the panthers d who's uh got double digit points right now they could still get screwed up with that and he's got dj moore and dj moore is turning into a bona fide wide receiver one 16.5 points it's not it's suboptimal i'll say that suboptimal because you know who he still got throwing my way is patrick mahomes and derrick henry Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. don't love it 
Don't yep. love it. Um, he's also got Higgins who may not play. That may be what's going to save me um, is if he has to throw somebody else a bum off of his bench. But I'm happy with what I got here. I got the uh, am I, though? I've got Matt Stafford and Joe Mixon. I'm almost positive. I spoke very negatively about both those guys on the show. Matt, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tossing Shepard in there. Seeing what happens is my wide receiver three instead of Corey Davis. Would you do the same? Shepard versus Davis. I think I'd go Shepard on the upside. Okay, good. Okay. And I got Tyson Williams, your boy. Slotted in I there. like him. I think you should go flex with him. I am. I am. I am. That's that's locked and loaded. That's going to be there. So basically what needs to happen is if this becomes a Joe Mixon game, which it won't, the Bengals in Pittsburgh, and uh, he's got Higgins and Boyd. So if this is a chase and Mixon game, I, I've got a really good chance. Otherwise, uh, But um, this league is very competitive. I'm liking the competition that's happening in the listener league, Matt. Would you agree? A lot of changes, a lot of waiver ads, a lot of uh, ad drops going on. Yeah, it's good to see everybody's fighting hard in this league. And um, I expect it to stay that way. Uh, I think uh, we should take a a little bit more time, go through uh, the number one team right now, and that's Kay Fredder. Uh, I believe Mm -hmm. that's Kevin Frederick, um, yeah, we know him. Listener. We know him. Uh, just run through his lineup. It all sounds gravy. Russell Wilson, Aaron Jones. I think uh, that right there has really helped him be the number one overall with two wins. Is that big Aaron Jones game? Miles Gaskin, Stephon Diggs, who hasn't really shown out yet, but he's going to. Tyler Lockett, who has shown out. Debo Samuel, who's had a big start of the year. Darren Waller. Don't even need to say anything there. Javante mm-hmm. Williams in his flex. Justin Tucker kicker, the all-time great. And Vegas defense. I'm not, not sure if that's been an all-year, just a recent pickup. But I think he's in first for a reason there. Most points for and 2-0. Let's uh, let's do a little shaming here Ooh, yeah. and go to uh, last place. That is old. That's old Ryan. Yeah, that's Finkel Zeinhorn. Mm-hmm. That's, Great name. That's Ryan, another longtime listener, struggling a little bit right now. Roster doesn't look terrible. Let's go through it. Kirk Cousins at QB. Not sure if that's a recent pickup or not. Uh, Alvin Kamara, Kareem Hunt. Pretty good running back horror. Calvin Ridley, Chase Claypool, Kenny Galladay. Receivers besides Ridley, I think it's it's a little up in the air on week to week. Robert Tanyan at tight end. He's been serviceable, certainly. Uh, he has your boy in his flex, and that's Rondale Moore. Uh, so it. he he agrees with you, Danny, starting him. Good. Uh, Matt Gay at kicker and Patriots on defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say he has Joe Burrow on his bench, who may have been his starting quarterback earlier in the year, and he's pivoting to Cousins this week. I like it. I like that pivot. Uh, much else on the bench? Yeah. Also down there at the uh, – at the bottom there, we got to talk about Paul's team there. He's in he's in eleventh place, just ahead of uh, of Ryan there. And man, he has been just decimated by injuries. This team, he's he's piecing it together though. He's he's doing his part. Okay, he's working it. He's got Ryan Tannehill, who's kind of been subpar. 
His running backs right now are Henderson and uh, who may not play. And also Corderell Patterson, because he's got running back eligibility, which is nice. He's got Josh Jacobs. He just didn't know what to do with Hopkins may not play. He probably will, though. Tough, uh, tough sledding, we'll say for Paul. But you know what? He's he's keeping at it. And you know, he's got some promising things working there. And um, Jarvis Landry, he's got on his IR. Bummer. Bummer. Just uh, but he's working it. OK, he's going for it. he's keeping alive. He's staying positive. It's a lot of weeks still left. Am I right, Matt? Oh, yeah. And so we won't hit on everybody this week, but uh, we'll always hit on our matchups and maybe the tops and bottoms of the league and anything yeah. else interesting. So stay tuned next week for different yeah. teams in the in the listener league. And our love, Scott, who, bless his heart, is getting still slammed by work, so he can't be here. But uh, his team is a middling one and one right there. Uh, uninspiring, but still pretty good. He's got a lot. If you look at his team, you're like, goodness, this is a great team. But uh, he needs That's to come on here and defend himself. All so. of my other teams that aren't 2 0 right now. Yeah, I get you. Well, thanks everyone for sticking around for this. Good luck in week three. Um, you can do this. Believe in yourself. If you don't hear my voice, it's because my wife went into labor. Um, I still have yet to decide if I'm going to choose uh, my daughter's birth or uh, episode 100, but I'll let you know. Um, I'm pretty confident. We'll, we'll find out on the fly. They'll find out when it happens. But uh, good luck. Thanks for sticking around. Matt, close us out. Remember, have fun with it. <laughs>